Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are doing a one-shot series for Cthulhu Dark. My name is Jordan, and I am the game's director. My name is Aaron, and I am playing Jason Dalton. My name is Jeremy, and I am playing Marsden Phoenix. My name is Jeff, and I'm playing Darius Milson. My name is Ellie, and I'm playing Bon Bolton. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for joining us. So, all of you are going about your normal activities. We'll, we'll go ahead and say that it is a Thursday afternoon, or Thursday morning. And, you know, you wake up. I'm assuming, Bon, since you're working with Jason, you're probably not included on this, but he'll probably bring you along anyway. Okay, yeah. But the three of you... Jason, Marsden, and Darius all get an email. It's from your friend, Adrian Garner. Basically, it says, come quickly, I need your help. There's something strange going on here in Henrico, and I can't figure out what's going on. All right. I accept the mission. (laughs) (laughs) He says something strange going on? Correct. Honestly, Marston would have to reply and say, well, I'm kind of suspended at the moment. Oh, so you have all the free time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I would, since he specifies that something strange is going on, again, my associate, who is better at the strange than I am, I would probably get my junior friend, Bon Bolton, and bring them along, too. The party. Okay. Bond 16, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you arrive at Adrian's house, and it's in a suburb of Richmond, and it's a um, rather pretty house. It's got a couple stairs up. It's got a wraparound porch, gray uh, siding on the house. He's waiting for you on the porch. He's like, come inside. Come inside. So you all go inside. Mm-hmm. These have been popping up all over town. Nobody has any idea what this is about. It, it's just bizarre. And sitting on his coffee table on in his living room, there's a squarish package type of thing covered in a, a, like a drop cloth or a sheet. And he goes behind it and he pulls it off. And it's an old cathode ray tube television. Okay. It's probably, it's not a larger television because they had them, that, they were like, yeah, were, yeah, had built into like a cabinet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this one is 12, 13 inches. Yeah, it's about 13 inches tall, you know, so it's not huge, but it, it's just sitting there and it's not plugged into anything. So you called us over there because of a television? It was left on my porch last night. Yes. What a weird thing for someone to leave on a porch. Well, it, I, that's what I was thinking, too. And it's not like I was the only one. There were, like, 50 TVs left on porches last night. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I already told you. 
I'm currently not working at the moment, so there's, I mean, you might want to actually call in to report this. And who are, who are the, the rest of these people? Hi, my name is Darius. Darius Milson. Marsden. And he shakes his hand. My name is John. John. Mm-hmm. And Bon. Shouldn't you be in school? Yeah. Kind of. Work like, study. Yeah. We'll call it that. Work study. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's with you, John? Yeah. Okay. So why did you need all of us in on this TV? That is an excellent question. Well, John is a fortune teller, so he should know things about the paranormal. Work study? <laughs> I mean, mediums need help, too. What is this public education system coming and, to? It's fortune teller is qualified as work study. I had a free period. All right. We do the paperwork. <laughs> He signs me out. Okay. Oh, Darius. Yes. Do you teach Bon in any of your classes? I am Bon's history teacher. Okay. Sorry about that report. I'll have it in soon. Better be on my desk tomorrow morning. And my real name is Jason. Not John? No. My name is Jason. Why would you give somebody a fake name? Because you look like a cop. (laughs) Technically, I still am. So why would I give you my real name? By the way, Adrian, my mom says hi. <laughs> well, that's not awkward. <laughs> We're still on for dinner tomorrow? As far as I know. Cool. Let's figure this out first and then we can... Adrian, what kind of convoluted ring do you got going on here? <laughs> you got I, a... I didn't know that... A student and their Jason? teacher and their work-study person and you're rolling <laughs> me the, up into this thing? I have no idea. When I t- already told you what I got going on right now. I have no idea who this... I, I figured you needed... Psychic. Fortune teller. I'm not psychic. I read I'm, the future. I'm just pointing out that... The answer to my first question was only surround yourself with people helpful to your goal. <laughs> so, this, is, this is why Marsden is not liking this situation right now. Marsden, do you trust me? I mean, so far you have put nothing... I've given you good information in the past. And yes, you've given you me good information in the past. Yes. Isn't that enough to go off of for right now? For now, yeah. But this looks very sketchy, especially if so you got... You're not the only one that looks sketchy, too. Mr. Johnny, John, whatever your actual real name is, Jason, doesn't want to tell a cop his real name. That's sketchy. I agree. <laughs> bon was raising his hand. Bon raised his hand. I feel like I need to if when the I'm teacher... in your presence. <laughs> not now, Mr. Bolton. Yes, sir. All right. Am I, am I being pranked? Is, is no or no well no are you being pranked that's a good question bond if, if you have something to say you you are with me for now so you can you can speak your mind well it's just that i remember this tv being in my father's apartment after he left why don't you go ahead and roll me some dice for that okay just one nope we're going to say three because this relates to your father. So that's part of your occupation as a pizza boy because your father was a pizza chef. And then also, you're going to need some insight for this particular. Okay. Yeah. Five. It's a five, so you get but a lot of information. It's higher than the insight. It's your first roll, though. So you got a five. 
uh, as your highest die. That means that you're, you're going to discover everything a competent investigator would discover, plus something more. So this is indeed the television that you had in your house when your father was still alive. That specific television? Yes. Is there some kind of marking on it that it could be any old, anybody's television? There's a crack in the corner that you had accidentally put in when you had been playing with a toy airplane and you had been running across the living room. You had tripped on the carpet and you had fallen. The plane had flown out of your hand and hit the edge of the screen. And so there's a very distinctive crack along like the top left hand corner. There is something else. There's like a weird smell. Something Coming from the TV? Yeah. It's, it actually kind of smells a little fungal. Does it smell familiar? You mean if it smells like a button mushroom, like from your parent family shop? No, because you rolled higher than a one on your on your insight die. Mm -hmm. You flip your insight die to the number two. Oh, so we're gonna keep our insight die at our insight at your insight number. Okay. So you, you so recognize you, this TV kid? Yeah, it's the one in my dad's old apartment above the pizza shop. See okay. that crack? That's, that's I mean, for me. Old TV. So what? I mean, someone got it from a pawn shop. Something. Why? Why is it left on your on your porch? Thing is, I don't remember giving it away. So you're saying this is the TV that is was currently in your apartment? Well, after my father died, we put everything into a storage unit. <coughs> so so someone mom did this. Your mom was it like some kind of my mom is bedridden. She wouldn't. Oh no. You said that your mom is bedridden? Yeah. So who else has access to this storage? I mean, I guess I do. Are you about to arrest off him, officer? No, I'm off duty. What's with the interrogation? Why am I here? That's a good question. Why are any of us here? This is a television. It smells a little funny. Well, there's still something else I need to show you. Okay. An old VCR? Beta? Betamax? <laughs> no. <laughs> Laser no. disc. <laughs> well, that's a crime. <laughs> Adrian goes over to the computer and opens it up. And he pulls up uh, some video footage. He had recently got himself one of those fancy new doorbells that has the camera built into it. Ring. Yes. He opens up the, like, the, the website that shows the footage from it. And he pulls it up, and there's a man, at least a masculine-looking figure, wearing coveralls, who comes up the lawn, kind of lurching from side to side, holding the television in his hands. And on his head is another television. Out of game, this actually <laughs> yeah, happened. It did. And not just once. Like, all up and down, like, it was a whole street, or... It was an entire county. Yeah, like, it was an entire county. Over... <laughs> Over 50 televisions were delivered. All of these numbers and everything that I'm giving you, this is legit information. Yeah. <laughs> this legitimately happened. I've seen the video. <laughs> yes. It's like a creepy TV Santa. As he's looking at this video, he's like, this is ridiculous. This is a prank. Go ahead and roll me three dice. Do you want to help, Jeff? Yes. Oh, okay, go ahead and roll your three dice. Okay, well, one of them is a six, so... I rolled six, and my insanity die is five. You've got... Insight die. Yes. yes. Well, insanity die. Yes. <laughs> the same way to put it. Um, 
So the numbers that you get, the ones that you count, are not your inside die, right? Or is the inside? So you're die? looking to get a high number, whatever or the you're highest looking to get is. a number, whatever the highest, the highest number on your die, but including the inside, die. including mm-hmm. the inside okay. die. But also, you're for your inside die. You're trying to make sure that it's under the number that you that you have it previously set to. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. Nope. Yep, not for a one. Of course, you guys don't know this listening in, but Jordan has given us one of his dice as the inside die, and we know he doesn't roll one. So no, <laughs> <laughs> no. So I did roll a one with with his die earlier. So we're all one out. Now the rest of them will be above a one. Oh, okay. They'll all be like sixes. Of course, mine was a six. So. <laughs> Alright, so yes, my highest die is a six, and that's obviously above my one as an insight. So yeah. six is a good thing though, as far as get, gleaning some information. On a six, you discover all that, plus you get a glimpse beyond human knowledge. So it also says this probably means you some see something horrific and make it insight roll. Does that mean he could have to roll insight oh, a gosh. second time? depending on how disturbing some, whatever he sees is. Now, because because of what you've been looking at, at this point, I've made you roll the inside die. If you weren't rolling... Okay. If you were rolling two dice or one die that wasn't the inside die... It would make then, a difference. Then that would make a difference. Okay. But in this instance, we'll okay. go ahead and rule that you don't have to roll the inside die a second time. But I still go up to two. That's correct. My inside. Okay. Same. So... So we have three people at two. My highest was a six. I'm the most sane. I beg to differ. (laughs) Out of this group, you're probably the most not sane. He's the less, the least civically responsible. There's a difference between that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, sixteen-year-old pizza boy, responsible. (laughs) He's making money and taking care of his sick mother. His bedridden mother. Pretty impressive. Yeah. All right, so you got, I got a six, Jeff got a five. No, I got a six. Oh, you, oh yeah, you did. We both got sixes. Okay, so. You five is on your inside. When you help, you go with the highest roll. So you got a six. And because yeah. you're the one who was initiating it, all of a sudden, you have this out-of-body experience where you are standing on the lawn barefoot. It's pitch black outside, and you can see Adrian's porch. You're standing across the street. And... Lurching up, lugging this giant television, is this individual who can't seem to walk straight, and their head is just encased in another television. It's two televisions. He's dressed in like these dark blue coveralls that you can see, like as they lurch through the light. And coming out of the sleeves of the coveralls, and out from underneath the two television, are these tentacles fleshy pink kind of tentacle. You can smell him from across the street, like just this nasty, dead uncle smell. And it lurches up to the porch and puts it down and turns around and lurches toward you. And it's just making this noise. And all of a sudden, you're back in the living room. Marsden's going to stand up and he's like, oh, hold on. I need some air. Okay. If you want to continue the discussion, you want, let's take this outside. Because, I don't know. I just need, I need to get out of this place. 
Okay. What a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Too much, uh, you know, structure will do that to you. Darius is just giving each person as they talk a more, like, what are you saying look? Each person is saying something more and more ridiculous around me, and I'm just like, what? 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 Have you talked to any... You said this has happened to other people. Have you talked to anybody else that this happened to? Yeah, I have. And some of them have called the cops, you know, and the cops came along with a, a box truck and gathered up a lot of the TVs. I don't know. I, I couldn't shake that something weird was happening with this. And, you know, since we did our last, like, investigation together, I just thought that, you know, you would be someone that would be good to call and who better to investigate than a cop, you know, uh, and I, a cop that I trust. And, you know, Darius knows so much about the area and we would spend all this time, like, in college talking about like local folklore and everything that mm-hmm. I thought he would know. This is the first time ever hearing of this kind of thing though. So did everybody really just stay inside? I haven't left okay, the yeah. TV yet. Okay, yeah. He's gonna walk across the yard and see if the vision's lined up. They do. Uh Marsden would come back come back in and like, um if there's something strange with all this going on with this TV, why would you bring it inside your house? So that I wouldn't have to give it to the cops that I don't trust. I mean, who knows where these TVs are going to wind up? You know, they could be taken anywhere and then used again for the same kind of thing. And I just, I had a bad feeling about it. I didn't want to take this one away. I mean, do you not notice the smell that's coming from the TV? I mean, that's one of the things that kind of teed me off that it needed to be looked into. Well, let's get it out of the house. Before we do that, have you tried turning it on? No. Take it out of the house first. Do you, have, do you have an outlet on the porch? Yeah, there's an outlet on the porch. Okay. So who's going to pick it up? I got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll me your human die and your insight die. Sir, are you sure this is going to be okay? It's a TV. It's a cathode ray. They'll be all right. They don't blow up or anything. Not very often. But sir. I got a five. Oh, yay. <laughs> you go up to two. So when you pick up the television, it's a lot lighter than it should be. Oh. And you hear something kind of scritching on the inside. Like organically. The thing's empty and I shake it. So why was the guy on the video acting like this was so heavy? It's, it's empty. Well, let's get it outside. Let's what's, open it up and find out. See what's in here. Open it up. That's what, yeah, there's, that's what I was going to do. There's something alive in here. <laughs> Bond begins <laughs> stress eating. <laughs> so, take it out to the porch. Actually, to the yard. Front yard? Backyard? Yeah, front yard. Front yard. Okay. You want to open it up? Yeah. Yeah. If I remember correctly, a cathode ray, it's got, you pretty much have to lay it on its front and then unscrew the back. Yeah. So with a, like a drill or an electric screwdriver. Okay. Ask Adrian if we can get one of those. Yep. Adrian has one in his garage, so he'll provide that to you. Okay. Does anybody else want to do the honors? I'll leave you to it. I'll stand over here. You've got it in your hand. I mean, all right. You don't want to make your work study person earn their credit it's not what bond's good at okay so 
do should I roll for my human die? Yeah, go ahead and roll for your human. Make die. sure I can actually unscrew the back of the television. <laughs> Make sure. You're oh, com- six. You're competent enough. <laughs> so now that would trigger the roll of your inside die. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Roll again. Four. So that means you got. So up to I three. am now up to three on my insight. <laughs> <laughs> just chimes in the background <laughs> car drives by and it's just playing on the stereo <laughs> so you open up the back it's weird looking you've never seen anything like it where the bunny ears would be on the inside of that like the top of the, the casing mm-hmm. there's like all of these wires in coils that are just hanging there that look like they would attach to something and one of those was swinging loose and was hitting on the edge of the thing and it's like coated in blood oh is there anything else in there no no but you feel like this coldness rushing through your body you've never experienced before it's like fingers are reaching into your mind and just slightly pressuring in the places that would make you want to move so that you would get up. Just start walking. Does everybody see this inside of the TV? Yeah. But only Jason is feeling. Correct. Uh, Marsden's going to be like, yeah, Adrian, that, that looks like blood. You're going to have to call this in. <sighs> okay, fine. I'll go ahead and call it in. But I, I don't think that we can just drop it i think that you know they're just going to stick it in the uh, in the back on a on a shelf somewhere and just leave it where it is but i think you know look at this i mean if there's blood in a television we got to figure out what's going on here well if this has happened all across to other people obviously somebody has opened up other tvs and the department is going to put an investigation team on this i don't think this is something your people are going to be able to handle you don't feel it? There's something weird. I agree. With that. I think there's something weird that's been going on the past couple of days here. I'm going to turn around and kind of walk off towards the edge of the yard. I agree with the police officer. I think that you should call this in. Well, I already said I was going to do that. Okay. It is a very odd inside for a TV. Wasn't there before. Did you look inside of it before? I mean, I wouldn't expect it to be there. That's fair. Mr. Dalton, I'm just getting a bad feeling about this. I honestly think we should listen to him. To which one? Marsden, that police officer guy. I'm inclined to not be around this thing at this point, so good call. You seemed so eager just a minute ago. Yeah. Marsden, you see what what about his phone is actually, looks like he's texting somebody. Okay. Go ahead and make roll your insight die. Just the insight? Just the insight die. Three. Which ups it to three. You're as crazy as I am. What happens on three? Nothing, right? Yeah, you wish. This is me messing with you. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> Should you, would you like to know what he was doing? Yes. Actually, he's, he was texting uh, his partner, asking if anything else weird happened to him. Since something weird just happened to him again. (laughs) So your phone is not 
hooked up to like a, a, a television network or anything like that. So it's very odd that lines of static start going across the screen. And as you are typing your note, it just starts deleting itself. Like you type in, is anything odd happening around? And then all of a sudden it's like, is anything? It's like the letters are deleting themselves as you're typing. Cocks his head sideways, looking at his phone, types a little bit faster, tries to hit send before it goes away. The phone starts to actually smoke. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a bad habit. (laughs) Just can't kick it. You are in Virginia, which is tobacco country. Yeah, true, true. Wait, does it get hot at all, or is it just just smoking? Just smoking. Out of the base where the, um, the speakers are, and then also out of the earpiece. He's going to be like, whoa, 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 and set it down on the ground. And be like, what the heck is going on? Do the rest of us see it smoking? It's a valid question. <laughs> that is a very valid yes, question. It's valid, but you just... <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't have to say it. We could have just, like, validated and be like, whoa, what's happening with your phone? Go ahead and roll a human die. <laughs> no! And an insight die. No! Fours. So you go up to three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because your phone starts smoking too. Oh my! Pulls it out of my pocket. Why so on earth is this smoking? Is, is this something that everybody can? Everybody is witnessing, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess Marsden, seeing that a second phone is smoking, he's like, "Everybody, get your phones out of your pocket. Something's going on. Look at this. I don't carry a tracking device. Gosh, you wouldn't, you weirdo. <laughs> Kid, I know you got a device. Come on." Bomb pulls out his phone. Oh, snap! <laughs> Drops it to the ground. Who did this? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Continues to eat his food. So, what are you working on now? Pringles? Or... <laughs> Caramel popcorn. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. The phones, they just smell like hot electronics. They're smoking. Have you ever smelled like an electronic electrical fire? Yeah. They're smoking. Okay, so there's no, there's no, is there, there's there's no, no smell? It's Correct. just smoking. Okay. Not that I think I would notice. I can just see you all standing around your smoldering phones. Serves you all right. Some tracking devices are coming back to get you. I'm going to pick my phone back up. Okay. I mean, it's probably not, it's, it's not a good idea to have that in your hand when it's smoking. Something is not right with this area. The area or the phone? Uh, creepy TVs. Guys lurching back and forth, delivering TVs with blood on the inside. Uh, I would say this is the area, and not just the phone. Delivering TVs. You know, I had a TV repairman come into my mom's apartment last week. Go ahead and roll to see if you can remember their name. All three? Uh, just the two, not inside. Uh, six? Mm-hmm. You can remember the name of the TV repairman. Uh, Howard Ellis. Ellis Electronics. That's a six, though. So, doesn't that trigger something? Stop talking. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Uh Uh-huh. You remember that Mr. Ellis, when he came out to see you, was talking about all of the different televisions that he had to go and repair because things had been breaking all over town for no apparent reason. Did he happen to tell me how many TVs? 
or what locations he was going to, or if he stayed in town, downtown. He just said he was really busy going around fixing all the televisions. Maybe we can talk to him about this. Maybe he knows something. I mean, I have his number, but I, I can't call him. None of us can call him. You got a phone, Adrian? I mean, I have my landline. Yeah. I mean, first you should be calling... one of those? <laughs> first you should be calling... The, the long court. <laughs> the actual police to come and pick up this TV so they can do proper investigation on it. Are you guys all moving back inside? No, I'm telling Adrian he should go call the police. Okay. I'll call the cops, and then I'll call the repairman. You can just tell them what you know after we figure it out. Well, considering that now my phone isn't part of the scene, I have... I'm going to stick around. For the people you trust to show up. Yep. I'm just trying to help, man. So Adrian goes inside to make a phone call. When Adrian leaves, that's when uh, Jason's going to kind of walk back over. Gathered around the pile of smoking phones. you have anything you want to say? or Nope, just stand there staring at the smoking phones. Yeah, this is a weird day. Mm-hmm. Not as weird as your history classes. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Think what you will. That's a good rule for life. Think what you will. <laughs> it's not always correct. Where'd, uh, where'd Adrian go? He went to call the cops. You know, what he should have done to begin with. Yeah. Instead of calling us all here. He did call the cops. Not officially. I still don't think they're going to be able to do anything, but it doesn't hurt. Do you have any idea of how to make this better? Since you don't think the police officers can do their job properly. I think your turn of phrase of make this better isn't quite what we're looking for. So where did the parts from inside this television go? Do I recall if there was a tamper seal on the back of the television? Yeah, like electronics come with. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, go ahead and roll me a single die. Four. Yeah, so there was a tamper seal. Uh, that had been on there. I don't know if you noticed, but I had to cut the tamper seal to get into the television. That means those parts disappeared without this being open. I mean, since they've been removed, you get somebody that's going to put the seal back on. Or put a new seal on. The, those, the, they're, they're from the factory. I'm sure you can... Th that's why you guys can't fix your iPhones. You're those little magic devices that you have there on the ground. That's why I won't touch them. Part of the reason... Hey, mine's, mine's an Android, sorry. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> Android isn't any better. You still can't go repairing those. That's what the tamper... It, it, you know that, that little thing that changes color when you keep it in your pocket for too long? It says whether it's under warranty or not. What nonsense are you spouting? Yeah. That little purple strip inside your phone. I've never taken one apart to find out. Never needed to. Precisely. So those strips, though, they can't be just replaced by anybody. I'm impressed that you know this much about phones. So it's a little bit of made-up stuff along yeah. with a little bit of real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, it's like a true conspiracy theory. I like this. <laughs> I mean, I, if I had a phone, I would just pull up Amazon and tell you, show you all the different things that you can find and anyone can purchase on Amazon and get delivered to you same day. Yeah. I'm sure there's some... Um... Like a label maker. Or a sticker maker. <laughs> I was going a little bit more, actually. Uh... Buy, like, versions of the stickers themselves. Yes. Yeah. 
No, so a tamper seal isn't just a sticker. It's It's got like this foil print. So what happens is when you peel it off, it leaves a, a trace. So you can, Why do companies put a tamper sticker on? What's the point of it? To control you. So you can't open it up and do what you want inside of your thing that you just paid money for. <laughs> Marcy is going to shake his head. All right, now I'm going to go get Adrian. <laughs> he walks into that Control, house. you man. <laughs> he went full hippie. <laughs> conspiracy, man. You walk into the kitchen. You can hear like a beeping tone coming from the phone. Just like a disconnected signal. You see Adrian sitting on the floor, staring up at the ceiling. Like the pupils of his eyes just constricted down to a tiny little dot in a sea of brown. The phone is sitting on his lap. He's going to walk over in front of it, snap his fingers. He's like, Adrian, wave his hand. Adrian. He's going to rush back out. Since he doesn't remember anybody's names, he's like, hey, uh, teacher, professor guy. Yeah. Uh, head next door. Call 911. Adrian's like on. catatonic in here. Wait, I what? To, I run to What's the next door. Adrian? Neighbors door and start... Knocking away. Bond, if you want to, you can rush inside. I'm gonna rush. Bond rushes inside. Okay. And you see the same thing. Marcia's gonna actually go and like check his his pulse and do all the first aid stuff that. Okay. Adrian, Adrian, you you were supposed to make dinner tomorrow night. Wake up, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Oh no, Mr. Star. No, you can't die. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Bond's just gonna realize that. It's no use, and he's just gonna sit down in disbelief and just. The phone is still. Bond's gonna put the phone back to the receiver. Uh, Marsden was like, "Don't touch anything." It, once you pick it Why? up. Why? Once you pick it up, even before you like have a chance to put it to your ear, you can hear echoing through your head this sound. Ha! Ha! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.